Hi, welcome to Two Real Tokyo, episode nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I just became so excited. <laughs> Remember, you don't have to sit that close. Oh, okay, sorry, go. <laughs> welcome to episode nineteen of Two Real Tokyo. <laughs> Whoa. This is this is episode we oh. say welcome too much. We do. But we're so welcoming. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Welcome to Two Real Tokyo. I'm Angie. I'm Jamie. This is a podcast about the quirks and quandaries of life in Tokyo and life in general. This is episode 19. Venn diagram, colon, lunch. <laughs> what? Colon and lunch are related. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Venn diagram of lunch, where we compare lunch in Japan and lunch in the U.S. We want to thank you in advance for hanging out with us today. And remind you that you can always find us on all major streaming platforms. Make sure to share with your friends and leave us a rating on iTunes because that's how we get the word around. Thanks! What is your what is your quirk this week? <laughs> um I don't know if I was really ready for my quirk this week. I don't know if this is a quirk or a quandary. Okay. And for that matter, sorry, 42 listeners. But I don't remember if I talked about this before. My quirk is about parking fees. Yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> I'm just having the same quirk that I had before. Uh-huh. But I'm having it in a more severe way because I hurt my knee and I can't walk, so I have to drive. Uh-huh. Okay, my quirk is this. I had my first MRI. Okay. How about that? Uh-huh. I've never had an MRI before. I... I'm not, therefore, I'm not sure this is probably not really a Japan slash Tokyo specific quirk. Mm. Um, but it was quirky for me because I've never done that. I, um, I had hurt my knee and I had an x-ray and then the doctor said it wasn't my bones. And so I went away and wore this knee brace for a couple of weeks and then it was still hurting. So I went back to have an MRI and I guess the amazing, this is the good part of the quirk, the amazing thing was I was able to have the MRI on the same day that I walked in there and said, can I please have an MRI? Yeah. I have an impression that often it's like, sure, you can have an MRI in a month. Right. Or something. And it wasn't like that, so that was really nice. And I didn't mind at all that they made me wait two hours because then I had time to go to Costco in between. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Another bonus of the situation is that that uh, doctor office happens to be near Costco. Anyway, I came back for the MRI, and I was so relieved to find that this MRI machine that they use at this place is more like um, a spot. It's like a spot-specific MRI. It's not the thing where you have to lay down. and and go in. I have an image from, like, some old... TV. <laughs> Any of the doctor TV, <laughs> TV shows. TV hospital drama, like, I don't know, <laughs> ER or something. Let me go ahead and extremely age and date myself. 
Um, and I don't think that I even was ever a super faithful watcher of ER, but I just have a vivid image of like people laying down and being traumatically, sl- yeah, you know, slid in. What's don't the word breathe, that right? Like, don't move, don't breathe, and here you go into this coffin-looking situation where it's so close to your face. Yeah, and you're like inside of a spaceship, but it's not exciting because you're not actually going to space. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then meanwhile, can the thing actually help you because everybody else runs out of the room like something scary is about Uh, to happen. And then they're monitoring you from some other room with glass in between. Well, anyway, uh, that was my impression of what it would be like. And the part where the person who's monitoring goes into the other room and has glass in between, that part was the same. Mm. I mean, it's just like x-rays too. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, the whole thing feels very like, why is it okay for you to do this to me when you can't even stay in the room while it's happening? <laughs> like, how is this part of health care when it seems very unhealthy? I'm not sure. Um, so I did have to lay on this. Well, Okay. I did have to take off my clothes. Whoa. And wear... Just for your knee? You're taking off all your clothes? Almost all my clothes. Whoa. Well, I mean, sorry to be overly specific for non-female listeners, all one or two of you, but apparently some female undergarments, I shouldn't say apparently, I know for sure, <laughs> have wires in them oh, right. that might okay. be metal or whatever. Yeah. So oh, I not, didn't even think about that. Yeah. So not allowed. Uh, and then maybe if I would have been wearing shorts, which I never do, <laughs> I wouldn't have had to take off what I was wearing. Oh. But they told he told me that I have to take off my I think I had a skirt on and the leggings. Yeah. Um and then I had to wear these shorts, and then mm-hmm. I had to wear this kimono-ish bathrobe-looking thing. I guess I was wearing my own shirt. Okay. That's what I wondered. I was like, why would they make you take off everything on top if no. it was for your knee? I was still wearing my shirt, but I had to wear this... Kimono over it. Okay, sorry. This quirk is turning into a really long, detailed story. <laughs> Um, well, all Tell of it... the exact color of the kimono you were wearing. It was... How far did it fall on your legs? It was pink. <laughs> it fell to a, a kind of mid-thigh range wow. of length. Um, <laughs> well, then I had to lay on this bed thing, and it was interesting because it could slide kind of forwards and backwards so that uh-huh. they could pinpoint the part of Whoa, your body they were focusing on. Uh-huh. And then there was this... Metal, was it metal? Plastic? I don't know, but my knee had to be inside of this (laughs) round thing, and I'm really struggling and making a lot of gestures, which everybody cannot see. Um, I had to put my leg on a pillow, and then he, like, clamped my leg into this. I know what it looked like. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) A long time ago in the town square when you had to put your head... Is everybody tracking you? gallows. Out? You have to put your head... It's not even gallows, no, not though. Gallows. What is that thing called? And uh, you, your head is, like, sticking through, and then everybody who can walk... Everybody walks by and throws tomatoes at you or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, know what that thing's called. It was like that, but for a knee. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, so then I was... Anyway, as I said, so happy that it was only my leg... 
that had to go into this machine and not my whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I didn't like, and I apologize to you because I think that I've already said this before, and that I have just found to be a quirk and slash unsuccessful unacceptable situation about all of it uh-huh. is that this guy said okay it will take about 30 minutes oh p.s i'm not allowed to wear my glasses either so i'm like laying in there with these other clothes on uh-huh. <laughs> and not even having my glasses on and then this guy says this thing will take about 30 minutes but there are what? no yeah, and there are no clocks in there, or no, like, <laughs> countdown timers, Whoa. or anything. This is like being in the insane asylum and then putting you in that white room where you don't know. Well, that's what it, it was like that. <laughs> that's that's why I'm bringing it up as my quirk, because I thought for sure that I was going to die. I wow. was Because I did not know what time it was. I had no sense of the passage of time. And I really felt like, How well... How have you not told me this story yet? That's the real question. Well, I don't know. I wasn't trying to hide it from you, but somehow I... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a traumatic experience. You're trying to bracket, block it from your brain. Bracket that... from your brain. <laughs> <laughs> broccoli, broccoli. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. But I don't understand, for real. Why yeah. Why is there not some kind of a timer? Like, this is mental health. Yeah, no, that's it's like weird. like mental health common sense. Like, give some... You can stand... It's a form of torture. It is, because you can handle anything if you have a sense that it's going to come to an end. Right, yeah. And this thing had no sense that it was ever going to come to an end. <laughs> You're like, have I been laying here for five minutes or five hours? Well, that's what I thought. I just kept telling myself. I live here now. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not going this crazy. This is where I'm going to live my whole rest of Did my life. Did they let you... Oh, no. You couldn't even, like, listen to anything. Well, then I because didn't... Because that's an electronic. Well, I didn't understand why they wouldn't maybe, like, let me read a book. Wait, your arms were free? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I do wonder... You he... would have had to put it over your arm. Well, I could... I I was laying down, and mm-hmm. I had, like, a little pillow... And then it was kind of, like, from my waist and down that was Mm -hmm. inside of this machine. So if I would have had a book, I could have held it up like this. Mm -hmm. And it would have been kind of awkward, but I could have... It still would have... It would have been possible. But the only thing I can think of is you are supposed to hold really still. Yeah. So do they think that if you're... Doing anything. Trying to do anything besides just laying there, then that increases the chances that you move. Could be. I don't know, but even that is like a mental. It's like, um, I don't know what is even the word I want. The whole like don't move thing. He's like, if you move, then we might have to do it again, because yeah, the um the image will be too blurry and we won't be able to um see what's wrong or you know whatever something yeah. like that, um. So then, not only do I not know what time it is, and I'm in a vortex of <laughs> timeless, hopeless space, uh-huh. <laughs> but also I'm like, all I can think about is how I'm not allowed to move, which makes me want to move. <laughs> right. Which makes me feel like if I feel anything, I'm like, oh no, I'm tightening my muscles. I shouldn't be doing that because that counts as moving. <laughs> But if I relax my muscles all of a sudden, that would be moving too. Okay, I've gone on and on about this long wow, enough. 30 minutes though? Right? 
Wow. Just for one... My quandary is how in the world does it still take 30 minutes for something like that to work? With all of our technology. Because, I mean, dot, 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 the next thing that happened is they printed the thing out or whatever. They brought it up on the computer and the doctor was looking at it and telling me, oh, look, you have damaged your meniscus on this side and also on this other side and damage here and damage over here. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, because I don't know what. (laughs) Right. I mean, whenever you have these kind of ultrasound and x-ray and they show you a picture and it's supposed to be a part of your body and you're like. (laughs) Yes, I see. Um, Anyway, then he says, well, we don't have, we don't really have good ways of fixing things like this right now. We have a lot of promising stem cell research, probably in like five or ten years. What? You'll just be able to fix this by having an injection. Whoa. Mm. Which I felt very conflicted about that. Like, oh, good to know that we have that research. But meanwhile, am I just supposed to be gimpily walking around for five years in pain for the next five or ten? years or ten? And you don't have any other suggestions for me about what I can do? Mm. Um, so my quirk accidentally just now expanded beyond the limits of my MRI, but I think I did have a point, which is to say, why does the MRI still take 30 minutes? And what is the point of even telling me about what's going on in the lab in the university hospital if I have absolutely no access to it? hmm Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Wow. So your quirk turned into two quandaries. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what happened. Thank you for listening. Well, what is your quandary or quirk at this point? It's like totally up for grabs. What is the thing that you feel like talking about for a while? Um, Go ahead and soliloquize to us. Why don't you? Um, my quandary is, uh, the other day when I was walking back home, uh, the go home song was playing. Yes. And both, me and the friend that was walking with me um, was like, it's 420. Why is this song still going off? Because it's still bright now here at 420. It doesn't start getting dark until what? Now it's almost 6 and it's getting dusk now or it is dusk now which is usually when they would play the go home song. So my quandary is when does the go home song change over? Because they do change the time of the go home song. But when does that change? Because this friend uh, used to live in Niza and she said that it has already changed in Niza to the later time. Whoa. But it has not changed in Hiyoshikudume. I mean, we'll just have to pay attention to find out about yeah. that. I might totally be making this up, but for some reason I thought it was on May 1st. Oh. Any any thought of why it's May 1st? Um, on May 1st it's closer to being summer? <laughs> <laughs> it's not just trees. Whoa. It's not some kind of question. It's not a trick question. <laughs> right. But, okay, interesting. Well, I really don't know that for sure. There is a day, though, for example, kids... Um, who go to schools that have uniforms will mm-hmm. have a winter uniform and a summer uniform. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll change to their winter uniform, or sorry, 
They'll change from their winter to their summer uniform, all usually on the first of the month. Oh, okay. Um, I think that probably varies depending on the school, but it's often June 1st. Mm. But the thing that I've noticed is it's usually pretty hot in May. And they're still wearing their winter uniform? Uh, yeah. Ooh. I know. I, I, do you remember? When do they change to their winter uniform? January 1st? No. They, I think they changed to their winter uniform in, like, November. Hmm. Interesting. But does that, uh, wait, what? June, July, August, September, October. Oh. I mean, I don't know. That would right? be six months. December 1st? From Maybe. December 1st to June 1st is winter uniform. I mean, I would almost make more case for, like, November 1st to May 1st. Yeah. Right? Because it's always hot in May. Yeah. I even wish the pool was open in May. Yeah. And then it's June where it's rainy season. Right. And it gets cold again. Uh-huh. But in May, it's, like, so miserable if you're wearing yeah. a winter uniform. One time, it was so hot on May 1st that I convinced myself that was the day that the kids were changing to the summer uniform. <laughs> and so I put summer uniform on her, and uh-huh. then I took her to school, and then everybody else was wearing winter uniform. <laughs> oh, no! And she was very upset. <laughs> oh, no! Because she was plenty old enough to understand I'm the only right. kid wearing the wrong uniform. So even though it was going to make me late for work, I had to run home and get her winter uniform and bring it to school and quickly get her changed. Whoa. Did you do it? I guess she was not having it. I did it, but I think I was late for school. Well. I mean, I was late for work. Yeah. (laughs) But does this Yochan over here, do they have a winter and summer uniform? Because I just the other day, when I was walking to work... There was a little boy coming in, and he was wearing shorts. And I remember thinking, he has got to be freezing, because I was cold. Well, I mean, the whole shorts discussion is just probably should be the subject of a whole entire other podcast episode, (laughs) because the little boys just keep wearing shorts. Oh. They don't have, just because they go to winter uniform, it doesn't mean they have pants. (laughs) Mm. Because... Common sense isn't really, you know, connected necessarily. Yeah. At least our idea of common sense. Right. So, there. (laughs) It's kind of comical. (laughs) The little boy's winter uniform is like, what is the material that your shorts are going to be made out of? Ah, yeah. Okay. So are your and your shirt is thicker. Are you right? Are your shorts made out of this really thin cotton, or are your shorts made out of this thick wool? Ah. It's all about keeping your butt warm. I guess so. I mean, you wouldn't want to have to wash the pants every day anyway. (laughs) No. So you just put them in shorts because they don't get as dirty. A lot of the boys wear little, like, boy boy leggings. Like running leggings. Running tight situation underneath their shorts. Mm -hmm. Which, honestly, that's more like a recent development, right? The yeah. whole little boys wear shorts all year round thing has been going here in Japan right. for a long time. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. To what effect, I'm really not sure. <laughs> but, yeah, the shirts are also thicker. The boys mm-hmm. and the girls have the same shirts. Mm-hmm. And the winter ones are much thicker and long sleeves. Mm, and yeah. then the um, the summer ones are cotton and white and short sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. Well. I really don't think that was on the point, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, we need to listen out on May 1st and see if that's when the song changes. Right. That is the thing that I want to know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Today, we're talking about Venn diagrams of uh, lunches. More specifically, school lunches, because Japanese school year starts this week. Yeah, maybe Um, even today. Yeah. I think today is a pretty... Today being uh, second week of April. In the year of our Lord, 2019. Oh, we need to talk about the new... uh, I want to say the new Heisei, but that's not right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. The new year's name. The big news, and we Wait, hold on, pause. We need to finish our story first. Oh, I mean, okay. We don't usually, but... Okay, wait, we didn't have a story. We were just talking about how the school year was starting. Sidetrack, let's talk about the new year, and then we'll go back to school. Okay, sidebar. Uh... As we have mentioned before, and hopefully, you know, if people are binge listening to this later, you won't be bored to hear this news that would be old by this time, mm-hmm. whenever this time is. Um, but this is the year that the emperor, who's now been in his position for 31 years, has decided that rather than calling his successor into office by dying, which is the tradition, right. <laughs> that he would rather step down first and let his successor come onto the throne. Um, because he's had a lot of health is- issues, right? Something like maybe, that. Maybe, but I mean, he's 81 or yeah. 82. Let him go is what I say. Yeah. Not that anybody asked me, but... <laughs> um, so somehow, I feel like the thing was a little miraculous because when he first brought this up, which was like more than two years ago... Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were against it, yeah. but somehow he changed everybody's mind and they passed some kind of a law that would accept um, the situation. Mm-hmm. And so he will step down. I don't know. Is he stepping down and they're crowning the new emperor on the same day? I guess. I think so. Well, that's on May 1st, coronation day, but um, every emperor's reigning time has a name and so you may have heard of the Showa period and the Edo period which are also time frames of when that emperor or when an emperor a certain emperor was in rule yeah so um, another one that people sometimes refer to is called Meiji Mm, yeah um, and then this one that we're in right now is called Heisei. And Heisei started in 1989. Um, fun fact, I remember that so clearly because that was the year that I was going to Japanese high school and I was Ooh. an exchange student. So it was actually, Ooh. I feel like, yeah, it's kind of a big deal to me because when, um, the previous era that was called Showa ended, that one was so long. Yeah. It was like 50-something years Yeah, 53, long. I think. Okay. My Japanese teacher and I just talked about this this week. So that was pretty... 
I don't know. I didn't memorize how long each one was, but I think that was either the longest or one of the longest. Yeah. Um, so that made it so just historical feeling yeah. that that one was going to be ending and a new one was going to be starting. But I also remember, like, 16-year-old me feeling like, whoa, like, you know, how long would this Heisei thing go on? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, just feeling like... I wonder where would I be or what would I be doing, and, <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, anyway, now I know. Here I am, and this is what I'm doing. TRT. Um, so the big deal is that on April, wait, was it on April 1st? Yeah. <laughs> which made you feel like, is this a joke? <laughs> and everybody talked about that. And everybody talked about that. On April 1st, they announced the name of the new era that will start on May 1st when the emperor is mm-hmm. the new emperor is crowned. And the new, new name for the new era is called Dewa, which is spelled R-E-I-W-A. Did your Japanese teacher talk to you about what that means? Yes. Okay. Well, the wa, um, the wa thing is the same as the right. one before, Showa, yeah. and that wa means peace. Yeah. And so it's like bringing, bringing peace and, uh, not, not prosperity, of course prosperity, but bringing peace and unification to Japan, and then also extending that to other nations. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, we talked about how. In my Japanese class, we also talked about how um, even uh, different ones before that, usually there's something to do with peace. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe a peaceful reign, that kind of thing. <laughs> Did I tell you something that was really funny? Like, maybe an hour after the announcement came back, mm-hmm. came out... Uh, and I hadn't really heard about it yet. Mm-hmm. I went into the staff room and I was ready, getting ready to have lunch. And then I didn't know. So I Googled it. And then there were also a few of our friends sitting around talking about it. So when I Googled it, the first thing that came up, which was like super funny, but also not even actually a joke, was that um, the <laughs> real estate in Western Australia, R-E-I-W-A, oh. <laughs> there's like this association of, it's like a realtor's association in Western Australia <laughs> that goes by that name. Whoa. So there was all, like, that's what came up to the top of, of my Google search, but they had already heard about it. So they were tweeting like, oh, congratulations, Japan, on choosing such a great name for your new era. We love it. We approve it, blah, blah, whatever. That was so funny. <laughs> I thought wow, that was very, very clever of them to capitalize yeah. on um, on that coincidence, mm. you know? My Japanese teacher was also um, furiously discussing how... They need to change... They should change it to an L instead of an R. Why? In, like, Romaji. Because she kept going on and on about how being, like... In Japanese, we don't have the R sound. So, I mean... 
it I don't really wasn't really understanding her whole well, um, she must have been like getting so passionate about it that yeah, she was. didn't she didn't mind if you couldn't understand what she was saying. She was like she just kept going on and on and she was like, I really just think it should be an L because Japanese people cannot pronounce R's <laughs> And then she was like, Also, Western cultures are going they're not going to say it correctly because we say R's differently here. Mm. And then I was like, that's true if I looked at that word and was thinking in English terms. Mm. You totally wouldn't say it that way. And so she was like, at least if it was an L, it would be maybe. You would probably still say Lee. I Yeah, I don't. I just, I can think. She was very passionate about it. And I was like. I can easily imagine how passionate she might become, but also, I'm sorry, I really disagree with her. I feel the number of times that I've seen people rendering Japanese words with L's in them and having that (laughs) be a good idea is zero. It doesn't really work. It's just, you just have to accept that the proper way to pronounce that sound is somewhere between R and L, and it's really not completely either one of them. No, it's not. Um, but also there's there's an interesting um, article in the Japan Times from a couple days ago that talks about how the first character, the thing has the name of the new era has two characters mm-hmm. and the first one reads Dei R-E-I and the second one reads Wa, W-A um, but the first character that's pronounced day is often used to mean like a command. Oh, yes. We were talking about that, too. Yeah. So <laughs> this headline says, Japan assures world that Dewa is all about beautiful harmony and has nothing to do with command. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting, though, that they are like, at least officially and politically, trying yeah. to distance themselves from any sign of, you know, militarism or whatever. Um, But I thought of that, too. The other thing that I thought of is, I don't know if you know this, but day also means, like, cold. That's, like, the alternate pronunciation for the... um, For that kanji? For the kanji that... um, Wow, my mind is going blank. Uh, I think it's sumet like Mm -hmm. the way something cold the way something is cold to the touch ah yeah Mm -hmm. um anyway so that was the first thing that came to my mind Mm. was like oh cold peace well that doesn't sound very yeah (laughs) right like that doesn't sound very friendly um but anyway can you airdrop that article to my computer so I can put it in the show notes yep um yeah, so that's all very interesting. Okay, talk about lunch. What does lunch mean to you? <laughs> Besides a thing Whoa. to look a thing to look forward to while you're at school. True. <laughs> Somebody my daughter just um both of my daughters just changed from Japanese school to um this western style English school where we teach and Somebody this morning asked, while I was standing there, asked my daughter, what's your favorite thing at school? And then she said, lunch. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. Why not? That's pretty normal anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, do you want me to start with American lunches? American school lunches? Um... Or do you want me to talk about Japanese lunches? I don't know what direction I'm supposed to be going in. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and that's how far we got recording. <laughs> sorry, guys. We just... Our schedule has been kind of crazy since spring break and since before then. When we just got off schedule and now it's kind of hard to get back into routine. So we're trying to play catch up. Um, hopefully next week we'll kind of be back to regular schedule. But this is it for this week. Uh, I'm going to play our outro stuff, and then stay tuned for a couple more clips from past episodes that didn't make it in. So it doesn't really go with this episode, but we do want to still bring you some more content. Thanks, guys. That's all for this time, everyone. What are your recent quirks or beasts? Kyo-related or not, let us know on Instagram at 2 Tokyo. That's T-O-O Real Tokyo. You can follow Angie on Instagram at photofreak p-h-o-t-o-f-r-e-e-k and you can follow Jamie on Instagram at Jamie in T-Y-O that's J-A-M-I-E in T-Y-O bye bye recommended John Mayer. I'm sorry I'm making a lot of pauses for you to edit later. Sorry about it's that. Fine. Oh I know what I was gonna talk about. I was gonna talk about the flavors of the special drinks at Starbucks. Oh yeah no that's a good one. Did we already talk about this? Mm-mm. Okay. But I was talking I was discussing this with somebody at school the other day. So oh, I know it was the middle school principal which I barely talked to her so it was just funny. Because we were, like, washing dishes at the sink. Uh-huh. And then we were somehow talked about the Christmas drinks, and she had also tried that pistachio one that you... And she was like, I didn't like any of the winter drinks that they had here. And I was like, I know, I heard bad reviews about the pistachio one, too. The pistachio one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the one I was telling you. That's the you. one you had. I don't... I still feel like what happened... Okay, hold on. What is your quandary first? We just jumped right into that story without... No, my quandary is just... This is a very, like selfish, I'm an American in Japan kind of a quandary. I mean, but it's fine. I just, why can't they have mint mochas? Or even have, um, uh, gingerbread lattes for longer than they did. Starbucks did it for like two weeks this year. I mean, an adjacent quandary would be why do they only have pumpkin pie in October? Because they think it goes with Halloween. True. That's at Costco. Yes. Um, I guess my quandary is about how, and this actually shouldn't be a quandary because it's good for their business, but when American companies set up shop here, then they become so properly culturally adjusted Mm. that they can no longer serve things to me in the exact American (laughs) way that I want them to. (laughs) Wow. It's so bougie of me to to complain about this, but oh well. So their newest seasonal drink right now is a sesame latte thing. Have you seen? That looks so dumb. Well, I mean, I shouldn't judge. No, I tried it and it Mm -hmm. was actually maybe at that point that I tried it, which was probably like maybe a week or two weeks ago, my standards had gone quite lower thanks to the pistachio drink fiasco. Mm -hmm. 
which was somewhere around Christmas time. I went to this fancy Starbucks with my friends, and then I ordered this pistachio thing, not knowing that it wasn't coffee or, like, I'm not sure what happened, but it basically was, like, green melted white. I mean, it looked gross. It was gross. It was, like, light green melted. It was, like, melted pistachio ice cream. Right? I mean, and that's that fancy Starbucks that we had gone to. Well, that's why it was so disappointing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be, like, chic and have an exciting experience while I was there, and instead I felt like a little kid (laughs) drinking (laughs) melted pistachio ice cream. Um, So, yeah. That's my quandary. Mm -hmm. My quandary is... What shall I order? My quandary is get it together, Starbucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, but the other thing is, this year Starbucks decided to do this fun thing in Japan where, like, for Christmas, there was three series of coffee that came out. And gingerbread was out for, like, two weeks. And then there was a second series, which was, like, winter coffees. And there was two, like, some kind of strawberry coffees. And then one, there was another series right before Christmas with two other, but everything would always sell out because Japanese people love things that come in series, limited time, blah, blah, blah. I mean, guilty. (laughs) (laughs) There's a phrase for that. It's called kikan gente. I mean, let that be our phrase for the day. I don't know, but kikan gente means we're only going to sell this for a limited, it basically means limited edition, right? Mm -hmm. But... But they're serious. When they say something in limited edition, they mean they, it. It's like a week and then it's yeah, gone. Yeah, and you can never get it. And so if something says limited edition, it makes you reach for your wallet, even if you don't like that thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a six, so I don't know what that's like. I go back to my same old every time. Mm, true. <laughs> okay, limited edition makes me reach for my wallet. Um... I tried the... Okay, this is the end of my quandary. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up my quandary. I tried this sesame drink, and it was actually not that bad, but I just feel like it's it would never fly in the U.S. Like, mm, yeah. But it also... <laughs> was I talking to you about how um, this girl I follow on Instagram who has a ministry in China, she... She works with, like, babies that have heart problems and then Whoa. helps them get adopted. It's really good. Link in the show notes. She likes coffee a lot. So she goes to Starbucks and then, like, showcases the things they have in China, which are mm-hmm. way worse. They're, like, oh. red bean and cheese no. latte. Ew. I think she talked about that one no. time. I don't even know. I'm not going to do it justice if I just start trying to remember what they were, because I don't. But the point is, when I really want to complain about Starbucks, then I think about that and get Mm. my perspective. So Mm -hmm. I want to say thank you to, um, I don't know why her Instagram name is Meredith Toring. Oh. I really don't think that's her real name, or maybe (laughs) it is. Um, But thank you so much for giving me some perspective perspective. on these totally reasonable Japanese Starbucks drinks. Uh Amen. Amen. (laughs) So. Sorry. Thanks for making a text to tell self-connection. It wasn't text, though. An idea to (laughs) self-connection. Okay, you can cut that part out. Okay, bye. (laughs) 
I'm not a cult follower. Well then. Not not saying that. Okay, wait. That's not bad. <laughs> okay, you better cut that part out. <laughs> Continue. Okay. Um, I mean, it's fine. It's just... That's not what I meant. Uh, right. Sorry. Um, and then I crinkled a bit. <laughs> you turn it We're on, back so. to ASMR. <laughs> Ew. <laughs>